the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, Pastor, doesn't science disprove the Bible? Isn't Genesis just a fairy tale? Is God for real? Did he really create everything in six literal days? Didn't God just use the Big Bang? Why is there death and suffering? really believe the Bible? Didn't man evolve from apes? For answers to these questions and more, stand by for Believing the Bible. Volcanic activity began to build the Galapagos Islands four million years ago, with the youngest rising from the sea just 500,000 years ago. Excuse me, sir, but how do you know those dates? Why, using radiometric dating, of course. Would that be the same method used on three lava flows from Mount Nauruhoi in New Zealand that were observed to occur in 1949, 1954, and 1975, that gave radiometric dates of millions of years. Obvious outliers. Now let me continue. The diverse flora found on the islands would have taken an additional thousands to millions of years to have been blown or drifted there and become established. Excuse me, sir, but what is your evidence for this amount of time actually being needed or that it had indeed elapsed? My good man, it is intuitively obvious to the most casual observer that what I have said is most certainly true. Now, as I was saying, many million years ago, somewhere in South or Central America, an iguana was grazing close to the banks of one of the great rivers. Perhaps it was feeding on floating vegetation. Maybe it fell onto such a raft from a tree. Patches of floating vegetation, if quite big, are easily buoyant enough to support a meter-long iguana, and sometimes such rafts don't break up but float out into the open ocean. Perhaps at some point it was on one of those that it landed on the Galapagos Islands. Sir, I don't mean to be disrespectful, and certainly the notion that creatures can float about on vegetation mats has been observed. But where do the many million years come from? Don't be daft, man. It would take hundreds of thousands to millions of years for islands to form and become habitable. Everyone knows that. But, sir, the volcanic island of Circe formed off the coast of Iceland between 1963 to 1967, and by 2008, 69 species of plants had been documented, and several species of insects and birds had been found there. Some birds laid eggs as early as 1970. Hmm, it uh, doesn't take millions of years? Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Dr. Carl Williams and our producer Ed Salzadel, all directors at the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. 
We are here to reassure you you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Carl, another fine skit. To what purpose? What were you trying to get across here? Well, I read an article in uh, OnCreation.com regarding David Attenborough's Galapagos Islands documentary, which he first produced, or I guess, released in 2013 and recently re-released it in 2022. And this is CMI's essentially response to that documentary where Attenborough goes about saying uh, basically what the skit said. It was many millions of years for forming these islands and many millions of years for the habitation to have sprung up on the various islands off of the Galapagos. And what I wanted to show was that observational science, in other words, looking at what's happening in the present, we see volcanic islands forming, such as the one off of the coast of Iceland, which formed over a period of a few years back in the 60s, is essentially habitable within a few years afterwards. Birds were nesting on it and laying eggs within three years of the cessation of volcanic activity. And many plant life. So it doesn't take millions of years, is the bottom line. And for people like Attenborough and others who say there is has to be millions of years for the various land features to form and for plant life to develop and to migrate to wherever it has to migrate is simply not true. Observational science has disproven the need for millions of years. Well put. And I, I, when I was looking at this, I broke down into three assumptions that are transmitted by the evolutionary community and transferred by this speaker. Uh, the first of one of which is all is that his belief in this long ages is based upon radiometric dating. Well, one of the things we know is that all radiometric dating techniques have been falsified with the exception of argon-argon and the evolutionists don't even believe in it for long ages because it's so discordant with everything else. And so this assumption by the speaker and by the public that, well, we know the Earth is 4.56 billion years old because of radiometric dating is simply not true. A second point that I gleaned out of this thing is that within 10 years, you have ecosystems building on remote islands when they appear. Your example from the Skit was Surtsey. Mm -hmm. There are other examples. You had an interesting time pronouncing them. Let me see if I get Norderugsgutsand. <laughs> this is <laughs> weirdly, this is an island that formed off the coast of Germany, which was not volcanically formed because most of these islands are volcanically formed. This was formed in 2003, and it already has 50 different species of plants growing on it. Honga Tonga, which is a volcanically formed island and also has a very active volcano. It already has dozens of species of birds which are hanging around on it, that type of thing. We really can attack this idea that takes millions of years for ecosystems to build. And let's think about that and carry it forward after the break. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Dr. Carl Williams and Ed Salzadel. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. We're here today talking about the assumptions that go into the forestation, the ecosystem setup of islands, etc., when they quickly form or have recently formed. And your skit did a great job of pointing up the, the false assumptions that go into all this. Another thing that I was stationed in Hawaii while I was in the Air Force, 
and Kilauea, the volcano on the big island, started erupting about the time I was there. I don't know if that's any indication of things about my about me, but <laughs> as far as it continued to flow of the lava for over 15 years, I believe, uh, maybe closer to 20, but it destroyed the Black Sand Beach, the famous Black Sand Beach on uh, the big island of Hawaii. And everyone bemoaned the, the loss of this beautiful landmark, and, and indeed it was lost. But it has already been reformed within 10 years of cessation of flow. The Black Sand Beach is the called the, now called the new Black Sand Beach, is already present and has fine grains of sand, which was thought to have taken thousands to millions right. of years to form. The locals are already planting successfully vegetation there. Of course, palm trees have not grown back yet, but those do take dozens of years to grow. So they're getting those restarted. So that does not take millions of years or even thousands of years to form a beach, especially a black sand beach. It's amazing what we find out when we do actual science, when we do observational science, and not just just so stories that fit our narrative of what we want things to be. A little bit off the subject, but combined with the creation science viewpoint, I mentioned Honga Tonga, which formed in 2014, an explosively volcanic formed island. It had another recent volcanic eruption, and that thing was extremely violent, expelled all sorts of debris. One of the debris that was expelled from the thing was a huge amount of water vapor. Incidentally, we normally get this when... A greenhouse gas? Yeah, a greenhouse gas. (laughs) The story I read from NASA immediately went to, well, this will increase global warming slightly and all that, because that's where they always go. But the fascinating thing is, is there water under the ground, as the Bible said there was with the release of the Great Deep? Well, there was enough water paper in the last eruption of Hunga Tonga to fill 58,000 swimming pools. That's, that's a good a, water. That's, that's a, a yeah, good that, water. That, there's a lot of water under our feet. Okay, getting back to what we were talking about here. Of course, the whole crux of what this evolutionist was trying to get to was it takes millions of years for things to form, and he's going along the whole evolutionary narrative. One of the sad things that people do not know about the Galapagos is when Darwin was there, he thought he saw stuff that took thousands and millions of years and all this kind of stuff to occur. But if he'd been able to stay there for five years, as people have now done, he would see the differing wet and dry cycles that go on in the Galapagos, and that the benches that he so famously drew adapt to those within that five-year period in terms of beak size and and other attributes to where they adapt to the environment. Why isn't that one talked about in the media so well? That's a great question. Perhaps it's because they just soon not know. (laughs) It doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't fit the narrative. Yeah, so we don't want to don't want to put a damper on what Darwin wrote. Is that really true that you can have adaptation within a five year period? Is natural selection, survival of the fittest, and all of that kind of stuff that operative? Well, we're learning more and more about genetics in that genes have to be turned on and turned off by some. So the science of epigenetics, or the study of epigenetics, in other words. What are the switches? Where are the switches? How do they turn off and on? Who, who controls the switches within the cells themselves that turns on the various proteins that causes the creatures to adapt to the local environment? What is going on there? And frankly, the scientists have not learned this properly, although they have seen the light, so to speak, that the DNA that used to be called junk when it was first determined not to code for genes directly 
has now been identified as very valuable mechanisms that does something within the cell, and they're learning that it does a whole lot of things because the cell has to do more than just produce proteins. It has to know when to produce them, how much to produce them, and uh, turn it off and on at the appropriate time. So what are the sensor mechanisms? What are the, the, the triggers that make these switches go on and off? What you're talking about has led Dr. Randy Galuza of the Institute of Creation Research into a lot of study, and he's actually formed a model called Continuum Environmental Tracking to look at those triggers that make DNA reconfigure itself and function in a different way based upon the environment. Folks, what we have here is a lot of evidence not for an evolutionary tale, but for the truth of God's creating everything we see. We recommend that you check out Terry Reed's book on his website at Why Should You Believe? You can get access to a whole range of Dr. Carl Williams' books on Christian historical fiction on Amazon.com. And we also recommend Scott Lane's new book, What If God Wrote the Bible, which is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and everywhere else. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of jones Maltzberger and Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzwell, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.